0: Valor, strength, honor, glory, and deep sorrow. I, Tyler, innkeeper of the Vagabond Tavern, invite you to sit by my hearth tonight, while I tell a tale of the stories I know. To a party of seasoned adventurers, such as all of yourselves. What you see is but another dull tavern in another dull town, in some nameless province. It is but another span of time between the challenges of true adventuring. Outside the tavern, a fog lies over the town this evening. A damp, cobbled pavement glistens as the lights of street lanterns dance across the slick stones. The fog chills the bones and shivers the soul of anyone outside. Yet inside these tavern walls, the food is hearty, and the ale is warm and frothy. A fire blazes in the hearth, and the tavern is alive with the tumbling voices of country folk. Suddenly, the tavern door swings open, and a hush falls over the room. Framed by the lamplit fog, the form strides through the doorway, his heavy booted footfalls and the jingle of his coins shattered the silence. His brightly colored clothes are draped in loose folds about him, and his hat hangs askew, hiding his eyes in shadow. Without hesitation, he walks up to your table and stands proudly in a wide stance with folded arms. In an accented voice, he says, I have been sent to you to deliver this message. If you be creatures of honor, You will come to my master's aid at first light. It is not advisable to travel the Swalik woods at night. He pulls from his tunic a sealed letter addressed with all of your names. in beautiful flowing script. He drops the letter on the table. Take the waste road from here. Some five hours march down through the Swalik woods. There you will find my master in Borovia. Amid the silent stares of the patronage, the gypsy strides to the bar and says to the wary barkeeper, "Fill the glasses, one and all. Their throats, they're obviously parched." He drops a purse heavy with gold on the bar. With that, he leaves. The babble of the tavern resumes. Although somewhat subdued, the letter is lying before you. The seal is in the shape of a crest that you all do not recognize. I'm gonna move a letter into the shared folder. if somebody could go into that folder and read it aloud, I would appreciate that.
1: Yeah, Foxborough definitely doesn't touch that letter.
0: I'll pick it up. I'm
2: not afraid of it, so. Yeah.
0: Okay, whoever wants to pick it up, it's in the handouts
2: folder. All right, I shall look I shall take a look at it. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to
3: read that. I can't. Oh, uh, yes? <laughs>
4: <laughs> L2D of Might and Valor. What is that?
2: <laughs> uh, I, I got it. I can do this. Like, hmm, so can I roleplay this out? If, unless oh. someone else wants to. I Go ahead. You servant.
4: Gotcha. Go ahead.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I slowly just slowly pick up the letter with a stoic look on my face, and my eyes eyes just sort of glance at the text as I open up to speak. Hail to thee of might and valor. I, a lowly servant of Barovia, send honor to thee. We ple- plead, for, we thy. plead for, for thy, you desperately need assistance. The love of my life. I, Rina Poliana has been afflicted by an evil so deadly, even the good people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her wounds and I would have her saved from this menace. There is much wealth in this community. I offer all that might be had to thee, and thy fellow of thou shall but answer my desperate plea. Julian Indirovich, this Burgomeister.
0: In addition to that letter, I also have moved the seal into that folder as well. The seal that you see is that that was on the front of the letter before you opened it. Again, after reading that letter, everybody who is present at the table heard the the reading of the letter. Are you going to discuss amongst yourselves what you would like to do? Again, all of your names were on the front of the letter as well.
2: I first find it, I just set the letter on the table and say, I first find it rather suspicious that they know all our names beforehand.
4: How did we all come together?
0: Yeah, I was about to ask that. Yes, yes, yes. Great question. All right, so all of you are adventurers. You have been traveling around, looking for work. A lot of you, I still have to read your background stories, but essentially you're all on the same job, which is to escort a caravan into the town of Waterdeep. We're going to avoid Feyrune, but... Since you asked, that's that's what you guys are doing at this point in time. The wagon is parked around the back with the horses in the stable, and the, there's another individual in your party who is not present, who's already booked a room and is asleep upstairs.
1: All right.
3: Uh, so Akir sits there and, and he's he looks at you all and he goes, obviously it's because of
2: you know, our great martial prowess. Although my name in particular is a little perplexing since I've been trying to keep a low profile, at least for now.
1: Yeah, as is uh, Foxborough. He's more of just like a, a two-bit criminal. Just going around looking for, like, marks of people to... What kind, kind of, of to... guy
4: trying to keep a low profile says he's trying to keep a low profile? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, as far as story why goes, story wise no, goes, I know. exactly why you know who got my name because I don't usually travel with a bunch of people unless I know they're kind of thiefy like I am.
4: You all have clearly not spent that much time around more esteemed individuals. Money has a uh, a lot of advantages in this world.
2: In that case, I wonder how much information about us this person has collected.
4: I would assume that they know enough.
1: Is there anything else on the letter besides just the seal? Like any other distinctive? Just the beautiful flowing script. Have any of y'all heard of
3: this? Was it Barovia?
4: I have not.
2: Yes, do any of us know what Barovia even is? None of you
0: really know what Barovia is.
4: That would be landlocked country, right?
0: Yes, it is. Okay.
4: Being a pirate, I'm more uh, akin to ports and uh, islands.
2: Unfortunately, not even I know much. Not even I know where this possible land of be. Well,
1: and who's that guy who came up and gave us the letter? Like, should we go, go try and talk to him? I would he say based say on his accent, have, he seems to have left already.
3: Right? He he did weave. Like he dropped it off and basically just dips it,
1: right? I thought he said he went to the bar.
4: He dropped off the money and I think he'd left. Yeah, he's not on the map anymore.
1: Yes. Well how how long ago was that?
0: Within fifteen seconds, he walked out the door.
1: So I wanna pursue that guy.
0: You're gonna stand up and book it out.
1: I wanna yeah, I wanna go investigate that guy. Okay. <laughs> I wanna go so... talk to him.
0: We have Fox Burrow get up from the bench, and he makes his way to the door. Opening the door, you see a thick fog that is coalesced outside. You can't see more than five feet in front of your face.
1: (sighs) I come back in, and I sit back down at the table. I say, he's gone. That is most unfortunate. Although for some
2: reason, not unexpected.
0: Just then, the serving woman comes over from the table that she's currently at, lays down a couple of rounds of ale for you that was paid for out of the purse. The individual who dropped off the letter left.
4: Young maiden, might you have some mead that I may drink?
0: Dear patrons, what, what was all that about? It was a very weird stranger who just came in. Ah, I've never seen his like before. He was so colorful. And she sets uh, a mug of ale in front of each of you.
3: So Kier sits there and he picks up his, his, the ale and he immediately like, downs it in two giant gulps. And he looks at her and he says, uh, has anyone of that same kind of attire ever came in? Or, or is this like a, a complete one-off? have
0: never seen his like in here before. Most of the folk around here, all of their clothes are like gray or black, brown. He was so colorful. There was purples and golds in his clothing. I've never seen a like. Constitution save a cure for downing your ale. All
3: right. There. I rolled. It's 15. Bucks. Shit. Oh, my God. Come on, people. So my base roll is a 15, and I have, I think, a plus two. So that'd be 17.
0: All right. So your constitution's pretty good. You let out a belt, and you look at the maiden and demand another drink, and she hands you a second one and takes the empty cup from you.
3: And, and yeah, I'm uh, just doing so. I, I, I give her a nod, um, basically like, we're good. You, you, you can keep on bringing them.
0: All right. So she walks away. And then you see a couple other serving maids throughout the room giving out a bunch of ale as well. All right. And she leaves your table.
2: Do not act too uncouth in this place, I must ask. I say, as I like, I like to, I'm slowly sipping the drink, like trying to savor it pretty much.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking to just down it all the way. I'm definitely. Taking drinks at a time.
0: It, it's it's mediocre ale. It's not the best that you've ever had, but it's also not the worst.
1: I'll drink anything if it's free, is my character's motto. And all right, you can obviously tell, so will I.
4: I'm more partial to rum. <laughs> but
1: a free, For a,
0: pirate, a free drink, getting all landlocked.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me.
0: I'm at least I'm
2: more like in, I'm more like indifferent to drink. You know what? If I have a drink, fine, I'll drink it, but I'm not really picky on
0: that. you hear at the far end of the tavern music playing? There's individual playing some, a piano as well as another on stage doing some violins. There's music and some people like it and they start getting up to dance. People on the far end of the tavern begin clearing away one of the tables so that way they can have a safe place to dance
4: so you said it's nighttime right now right
0: yes it is nighttime outside and there is thick fog outside there are no windows that you can see that but if you were to walk to the door and open it then you'd be able to see no more than five feet in front of you
4: now my question is uh are we is there any possible way for us to find out where barovia is
0: the individual told you that if you marched west for about five hours, that you'd come to this folic Woods, and there'll be a, a trail marker there.
4: Oh, okay. So I guess our, our best bet right now is just to chill here, get a room for the night, and then leave first thing in the morning.
2: Yep. I just put the hands together. and So I'm wondering why we should even accept the struggle in the first place. My suspicions are quite high right
4: now. I would like to point out the way the guy looked, what he was wearing. His accent, quite a Indeed. bit exotic. Seems Indeed. to
2: me there's like quite a bit keep of money. In mind the highborn usually, you have to keep in mind the highborn usually have underlying agendas. Wait, would I probably know something like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a common thing that somebody could infer.
2: It's just the- par for the course that the Highborn have an underlying agenda.
4: Well, as you know, there's no risk without reward.
1: Or vice versa. Is the letter just still laying on the table? Yes. Okay, so I want to glance at it. Can I do like an investigation to see maybe what the handwriting looks like? Or what was it? He was what, like a high elf is what he was? uh, The guy who walked in was a human. He was just a human.
4: You could probably look at the paper and what the ink smells
1: like, or something yeah. like that. I guess I wouldn't really know too right? much. About I was gonna any say,
0: are you yeah. proficient with calligraphy?
1: Yeah, I'm not really.
4: <laughs> or a nature check for paper.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Very fibrous, I'll tell you indeed. Look, the so
3: guy. You s- we can cut him down easily. He, he's some rich brat.
2: No. Uh, yes, indeed, but would they we, rarely work alone.
4: A question, would we have observed the fog happening around the time that the guy showed up or was it bef- a long time before?
0: It was coming before him. So yeah, it, it came at dusk when it started to get dark and then you could still see it when he opened the door to come into the tavern that it just grown thicker.
4: Okay. i
3: say I'm, we we have a drink, have a merry night, and we get on first thing at light.
4: Yeah, to me the guy seems on the level and it seems like there might be quite a bit of coin to be had.
3: There's coin, there's honor, there's there's everything. Come on.
1: I see where you're coming
2: from, although I would advise I would always heavily advise caution in cases such as these.
1: And I mean, and, and
3: as you say that, uh, Akir kind of pulls up his sword a little bit. Uh, add the sheath, and, and he's like, "Caution!" And, and he, he sheaths it back real quick.
4: Every adventure needs caution.
1: And as he's like unsheathing, is kind of like reaching for his dagger that's kind of like tucked behind here. He starts reaching for it because he doesn't like the sudden movement like that. It's like, I simply just—I just don't react.
0: The tavern waitress comes back over again another round and sees that you all still have one in your hand and a full one there, and she just kind of laughs to herself, looks at Akir, and do you want to down another one? Yeah. All right, you you just chug it, you got froth all over your face, but go on ahead and give me a, another constitution save, please.
3: Eek. Nine.
0: <laughs> all right. When you burp up, you spew a little beer on the waitress, and she's like, Ugh, what?" And she storms off with all the rest of the beer in her hand.
3: Here sits there and coughs, and he, he like hits his chest, and you see him kind of reach down in his pocket and uh, pull out a couple gold pieces, and just kind of puts it on the end of the table.
1: I thought I advised you to act less uncouth.
3: And I thought I said I wanted
0: alcohol.
1: And you said that people were getting up to dance?
0: Yes, there, there are people over by the fireplace who have moved their chairs back and they're dancing.
1: Um, do any of them look more intoxicated than the most?
0: Give me a perception check.
1: Wow, plus four, okay. We're rolling the, the marble one. So 12 plus four, so 16.
0: You do notice that a pair that are dancing together do seem a little bit more intoxicated than most. You could make an assumption that they've been here for a while.
1: Um, Do they uh, seem like they're just, I mean, it's a couple. Do Do they seem like a wealthier couple?
0: Give me another perception roll.
1: Ooh, okay, that is a crit
0: fail. You can't really tell with them swinging. It just looks like a blur of gray from their clothes. As they're dancing, you can't really tell.
1: Okay.
5: Are they like, uh, chilling with the music yet or is everyone still jiving, still dancing?
0: Everybody's still jiving and dancing. The music's really only been playing for about a minute. Yeah, as I mean, of this it, point,
5: I'm drinking my ale and tuning my horn or whatever the hell I play.
0: What do you have?
5: It's like a
3: a shawm. A sham. A sham. Sham. It's, it's basically like a French horn. horn.
5: Yeah, I think okay. I'm just like playing in, I'm playing with the reed on my uh, woodwind.
0: You know. walk over to to where all the music's happening and you begin playing as well. Give me a performance roll. What die? It's a d20 and then add your performance modifier.
5: All right, I rolled a 14. I don't know what a...
0: A couple of the patrons stand up and start clapping, and then two of them flip you five gold coins. So you gain 10 from playing while while you're playing with the, the other people that are jamming as well.
1: So he just went up and basically joined their jam? Yep. Nice. That's cool.
3: Yeah, the whole time Akira's just sitting back, you know, conversing with whatever small talk's going on and and drinking his his booze.
0: All right. And just as that, the maiden comes up with another round again. It appears to be a different one this time than who it was before. Again, sets down a mug of ale in front of each of you. Let's have. Everybody, so, go ahead.
3: So as she sets that down, I'm going to grab those those two gold pieces I put at the end of the table, and I'm going to uh, hand them to her and say, make sure the other one gets this.
0: She, she looks at you and nods appreciatively and takes the gold from your hands. With that, she turns about and starts walking away, and she turns her head back at you and gives you a little wink. This lady, she is about 40. Early 40s, a little heavier set, about 5'5", big rack, and she's wearing a blue blouse, brown hair, and she's wearing an apron.
1: So I kind of elbow him, like, hey, it looks like you got an in. Looks like she likes you.
3: I just, I, I, I look her over, I was like, "Yeah." I, I just, uh, Akira just kind of shrugs his shoulders. He's like, mm-hmm.
0: Not looking for it tonight. Everybody, give me a constitution check. You all cheers to new job taken, right? You're all going to take this new job?
1: Yep. Yeah. So, yes, that's what I was wondering. So, before, we were supposed to be hired to escort a wagon to Waterboro? Waterdeep. Waterdeep. I rolled 18
3: plus
0: two, 20. (laughs) You're starting to feel a little tipsy. You're feeling good after three drinks. That's a four. <laughs>
4: uh, I rolled a twenty-one.
0: Laggy, you said twenty.
3: Uh, Hunter rolled twenty. Eighteen rolled 20.
0: plus
3: two. Okay. Akira rolled twenty. Whatever, however you want to phrase it.
0: <laughs> uh, right, I'm not picky. You can speak in your about yourself in the third person if you want. Sounds like your are as you try to drink, you just spit it all back up and you have a horrible gag reflex to it. You have to turn around from the table as you start vomiting over the back <sighs> of it.
2: What is this? What is this stuff? <sighs> it's the nectar uh, of the
3: gods. Tastes Suck fine it to up.
0: Me. Everybody the else. Reason. Yeah, you're you're all feeling pretty good as of this point you've drank enough where you're you're feeling a little tipsy and your words kind of start slurring a little bit none of you are so incapacitated that you can't move about or you're hindered
1: uh, um no that's not true actually I'm pretty sure that I just threw up all over a because I well, why'd you wrong I you could, could fail, fail. Uh, so I'm pretty uh. sure I just threw up all over a <laughs> yeah
0: you you too you just projectile on the rest of your party that's that's surrounded you're right at the end, I believe. No, that you're right in the middle. Yeah, you you get everybody with it. Jeez. Everybody, give me a Constitution save yet again. Oh no! Chain reaction.
1: Come be, on, that is a so ten. Like, is that like that Family Guy bit?
4: I got a natural uh, twenty. Uh, Thirteen. Oh,
0: Oh. Uh, that is a
1: ten. Three, I don't think I can hold that.
0: that nope. Three. You don't hold that. You're you're definitely <laughs> reacting now too there's a giant mess happening right here
4: by this got- point, i i would have already like jumped back away yeah. from the table like yeah. what the yeah. heck is wrong with these people
1: <laughs> or would that be more of like an evasion role like they try and get out of the way of the bar i no, definitely no, want to try and get
3: out of the way
0: yeah no once <laughs> one started happening you guys all step back so Nomac, you're safe from all of it Akira, you're also saved from it but Foxborough, you're not having a good time. And then <laughs> lastly, you're, you you like stand up to try and save yourself from getting spewed on, but you manage to tip over all the beer that are still remaining on the table. And you just make a huge mess of everything there. As Is that well a dex as, or a con save? It, it would be both, it was really. but
4: constitution for the people throwing up, so you
0: wouldn't <laughs>
2: throw up because they're throwing up.
0: Yep. Yeah, all the 10
2: on my con save.
0: You're, you're already spewing, but you're, you're fine now, like you're, you're able to hold yours, but you're still on the table and now have beer all over you because it got spilled while your back was turned. So you're just in the middle of a giant mess right <laughs> here. And, and just then the maid comes over and wow. looks at the mess and looks at all of you and she says, "It wasn't me. My goodness! <laughs> What are? What is wrong with all of you? You know, it's it's a good thing you already reserved your rooms and paid handsomely for it. You all must go to bed while we clean this up. I insist, please.
3: I say yes.
4: I believe that's fine by me. Arm over, Virginia.
1: and so I right. I kind of stagger my way out of the booth and I uh, look to Akira and I say, "Pay the woman," and I start going up to bed.
4: My character is definitely having second thoughts about drinking with these individuals again.
1: <laughs> my, my
2: character was already having second thoughts in the first place. Or what are you Jordan talking about? Ryan. You started it. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, let okay. out a sigh and just walk up to my room, pretty much. Yeah, I'm heading up to as well.
0: Everybody goes to their room to pass out and you all have Wonderful dreams this evening. Nothing horrible happens to you, and you all get well rested.
2: We should probably take a moment to describe our characters to each other.
3: Akir is in. He's like a huge human. Has um, basically a uh, dreaded undercut. He's wearing yo weather know, pants, uh, some some like wolf skinned um, boots. And he has like a weather a, a armor that kind of goes up and, and really his uh, left arm, no, his right arm stays bare and has this big-ass bear tattoo um, going down like all the way to his hand. And, and you could see multiple weapons on him.
1: So uh, I guess Foxborough is a tiefling. Um, so he looks kind of weird. His horn, you know, he's got the horns, but they kind of like, instead of like sticking straight up, they more are like kind of ram horns where they they more like curl around the side of his head so I can, you know, have my hood perched up. Um, I've got like a, you know, a like a, almost kind of like a hoodie, I guess you could say, you know, it's got a hood with long sleeves, but then I've got the leather vest over it for my leather armor. And then just kind of like leather pants, whatever. I kind of look like a punk kid. I'm like 20 three 24 ish you know so i'm not terribly old i kind of i have a like a red mohawk coming up so i've got the two horns and then a red mohawk but i always have my hood on usually so you can only see like maybe a little bit of red puff right here frank Be
0: like an irish punk this
1: i mean kind of yeah just like a street punk basically he just looks like a shady kid you know but I'm kind of, kind of sketchy looking because I'm a tiefling anyways. And I kind of uh, have my, like, I don't usually have my tail flipping out. Like, I try and kind of tuck it away so you don't see it too much. Because people stare. I don't like when people stare.
4: Oh My guy's a uh, late 20s human. Uh, a little over six foot tall. Fairly uh, lithe build. And uh, long dark, long black slick hair, and very very sun-kissed skin from All years skin. and years on the py- on a pirate ship.
3: Oh yeah, did I say I was a human? I don't think I did.
4: Yeah, you said uh, you're a large okay. human. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right, laggy. Even
5: four feet tall. I'm a half lean. Um, and I just basically carry around my. Uh... Sham and I uh, wear uh, temple robes. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Live the simple life.
4: Is there a way for us to turn him up?
3: Nah, you're still I, really in, quiet. Not in Zoom. Uh, that I know. If,
2: maybe you can if you're a host. Yeah, if I need to keep going. Four foot tall halfling with this sham.
4: Yeah, I heard that part, and but it like I, uh, trails off at the end.
5: Yeah, I was uh. I'm like, I wear temple robes.
4: Okay. Now, what you what's your class? Bard. Bard. Okay.
2: All right. So I guess please me then. So I, or rather, your your Lassar is a green scale dragonborn. Dragonborn with the generally a very stoic look on his face. Stands tall about six foot five, average for his height. Slightly more muscular, covered in scale mail, covered in like black black and orange clothing is scale mail, mostly black colored. Where's kind of a helm to correspond with it? Is Again he keeps he's generally kind of stoic. He seems kind of he seems unapproachable at first, but he's but he's not too intimidating once you start talking to him. He's just again rather stoic. He's not mean, but he's just like definitely a bit more tries to keep his emotions sort of suppressed. Pretty much tries to keep a cool head as, as much as he can. However, though one thing he hasn't really shown to like everyone here, but you probably know it already, is that on his sort of his left shoulder is sort of like a branding, the branding that has the mark of a five-headed dragon on it. And you're a green dragon. Green dragon born, yes.
1: Okay. The tiefling has more of a like darkish purple hue to him. Not quite black, but you know, not like bright purple, like a very dark purple. And green eyes. Hey, same as me.
2: <laughs> oh, it's so your green dragon with green eyes. Green dragonborn, green eyes, yes.
1: Nice.
0: You guys all wake up the next morning as light breaks. Everybody walks down into the tavern itself. And you all find that it is empty. There's nobody, no patrons, no workers. It is completely empty.
2: My hand just got clutching my rapier in its sheath. I don't draw it yet, but I'm just, I'm a bit on guard right now. I'm just gonna go walk out the front door.
0: Okay. As you walk out the front door, a big gust of fog enters into the room itself, and it takes up the first 15 feet of the room you can't see into the fog, but it feels like it's drawing you out of the tavern. Nice.
1: Well, Foxborough was kind of hanging back. He kind of wanted to see if... Because there was no one in the bar at all, right? Right. Nobody. So so I was going to see if I could uh, grab a bottle from the bar.
0: Yeah, so you walk (laughs) over to the (laughs) bar and and you you find a bottle and you open it and you drinking
1: no i wanted to take it with us i actually looked for a bottle of rum because i remember my friend saying that he liked his bottle of rum
0: all right give me an investigation check please
1: plus i want to grab maybe something for myself <laughs> 11 plus whatever it is i think it's a two i think it's 13
0: okay Looking through you see a bottle with a skull and crossbones underneath.
1: I take it. Right. That looks that looks piratey to me.
0: <laughs> you you pick it up and then your investigation doesn't really turn up anything substantial. You do find another bottle with just clear liquid and no marks on it.
1: Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, I just kind of when I see that bottle, I grab it and the one like right next to it. Perfect. Akira oh. walks
3: with h- – who was going to the door?
4: Nomek.
0: Nomek?
3: Yeah, uh, uh, Akira walks up with you uh, and, and walks outside and takes, like, a deep breath of, of the cold air.
0: All right, so you're, you're breathing in the fog itself, and, yeah, it's very crisp and very refreshing. And, likewise, it, it pulls you out of the, the tavern as soon as you started stepping into it. Both of your feet are currently on, on top of a cobblestone pavement, and you, you just start walking forward, and you continue to follow the, the cobblestone pavement.
2: Akira so, so, looks at,
3: at Nomek and says, uh, reminds me of home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pause for a bit, then just sort of then just sort of give a nod, and just wondering, how many of you understand Draconic? Uh,
4: I believe I do.
2: Well, I'm just going to say in a low voice, understood, understood m'lady. Then I'm going to take out a I'm gonna take out a torch in my inventory and just light it.
0: All right. So you you have lit a a torch within the tavern.
2: I'm not going to throw it anywhere. I'll I'm gonna be I'll be careful with it.
0: All right. And uh, are you gonna walk through the fog as well? Yes.
2: I'm going to walk through the fog out of the tavern with like my torch raised in my hand.
0: All right. So the the torch kind of clears up to ten feet. You can see further than the the five feet around you by an additional five. And you walk out into the fog and group back up with Nomek and Akir Emma when the fog enters the
5: room I'm sketched I don't like that fog stuff Um, but after that torch lights up and everyone kind of leaves I I kind of follow the guy with the torch Um, I'm kind of right on his heels
0: okay you got it so Laggy's following right on the heels of your Lissar so now we've just got Pat you are the only one still in the tavern
1: Yeah, when the door flipped open, because, like, basically, as I was grabbing the bottles, the door flipped open, and it kind of spooked me, so I kind of, like, ducked behind the bar, and then when I noticed that it was everyone leaving, then I come back around. And I want to come up uh, behind my friend Nomek here, and I want to use my thieves cant to basically, because it says you can use, like, jargon. I don't exactly know what jargon is.
4: It's a type of speech
1: it's just yeah. like a type of speech. So basically in the jargon, I just kind of want to be like, "Hey, I found you some uh, rum."
4: So it's like, Arg matey, I got you some brew." Well,
1: it's kind of like, like yeah. <laughs> Basically something to, you know, let him know that I'm a thief as well or whatever. Not that he couldn't tell already, but, but right. I just want to I basically want to see if he can respond in that manner or if he doesn't understand what I'm saying at all.
4: I would think that uh, with your the way you're saying it as far as jargon you'd say something in uh, like a pirate type of way
1: I I don't have uh, any pirate jargon off the top of my head right now
4: no no that's fine but I Uh, I understand
1: but it doesn't doesn't, take it
0: graciously
1: but it doesn't look like he understands thieves can't so well
4: the, the frame uh, the phrase jargon just means you can speak in a type of like manner
0: right but as far as thieves can go um, it's more like you can use a certain uh, like I don't know hand signals mixed with writing styles to depict stuff that other people wouldn't easily pick out that aren't thieves or- I
1: really should have uh, had okay, okay, okay. I really should have had the uh, description up before I Decided to try that.
0: Typically, rogues are proficient with thieves can't, so.
1: Secret mix of dialect, jargon, and code that allows you to hide messages in seemingly normal conversations. So basically, whatever little codes and stuff is like, hey, I stole you your favorite pirate rum. Just to to see if he responded to the can't.
4: I mean, obviously he'd be like holding out the drink <laughs>
1: <laughs> right Sorry, here's but- a, here's here's a bottle of rum. I don't even know if it is <laughs> I, I think to myself, I don't even know if it is rum, but here's a bottle of rum for you.
4: I would All just right. I would just grab it, uncork it, smell it, and what does it smell like?
1: It's
0: got like a dark earthy smell that wafts up into your nostrils with a li- with a lot of spices that are in it as well.
4: Oh, that's perfect. I'll cork it and I'll put it in my bag. Thank you very much.
0: You guys begin walking along the cobblestone and underneath your feet, you notice a change. You've only been walking for about 10 minutes and you feel the change from cobblestone to soil underneath your feet. And before you, you see a large gate and the fog spills out of the forest to swallow up the road that you've been walking on behind you. And ahead, jutting from the impenetrable woods that's been on both sides of you and both sides of the road, are high stone buttresses, looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework. Dew clings to the cold tenacity, to the rusted bars. Two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gates their heads now lying among the weeds at their feet, they greet you only with silence. And how long have we been walking? Uh, about ten minutes.
4: This is a magical fog.
0: Uh, <laughs> y- yeah,
3: uh, Akira looks around. Is... And he's like, and he looks at, at the rest of the party. And he goes, "I, I wasn't seeing that one coming."
2: Indeed. Once again, I find this very suspect. I'm and my
5: character. Tell, no, go ahead. I'm going to tell everyone that, you know, we're not going to see that in ever again. And I don't think anyone else ever is going to see that in ever again.
4: Well, my <laughs> character's so going to say, wouldn't... I need some of this fog in my everyday life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if its power could be harnessed, I could see the benefits into it. However, it seems that there are lots of unknowns.
3: Can I take like a glance around and see like is there anyone watching us or like Oh no, I I had this uneasy feeling.
0: Yeah, you definitely (coughs) have an uneasy feeling. What's your natural perception?
3: Passive is twelve.
0: Okay. You, you see some birds up in the, the trees that are chirping. You can also hear crickets. Though it's still morning, it still seems pretty dark around you as well.
3: You all see like Akira kind of put his hand down on his sword that, that's at his uh, side. And like his swords kind of, think of a long sword that's, it, it's a mix of a long sword and katana basically. So it's like fatter. And he kind of just pushes up on it a little bit, so like, basically the the sword's ready to come out, you know, at a moment's notice. There's like nothing
2: holding back. Yeah, taking like a note from him, I like switch my torch over to my left hand and sort of place my re- my right hand on my rapier, just ready to, to draw it. So
4: do we see any? Um...
0: How, how, how close do you guys want to be? Um, right now, I would say you're about 120 feet away from the gate.
4: Do we, do we see any signage or writing?
0: As of this point, no, you do not.
4: Okay.
2: I personally want to move about 40 feet forward to like I was telling about like 80 feet in front of the gate. Yeah, I'll just keep walking forward. Yeah, I, I'm just going to keep walking forward,
3: but like, basically, if something jumps out at me, I, I'm going to act like I act in a real haunted house and someone's going to get punched in the face.
1: I like your style. Fox Bro is going to be kind of uh, hanging in the rear. He's going to start to get his short bow ready. Um, but like I said, he's kind of young, so he's just kind of nervous about what's going on right now. So he's kind of hanging not too far away from everyone, probably about 20 feet behind the last person coming up. Kind of so like, like for- almost sneaking, you know?
2: I'm just going to say like some sort of chant in a in a very, like, guttural language. How many of you, like, know Infernal? I do. I know it. Well, if you just hear hear me whisper in Infernal, saying, may I... I just say, like, a bit of a prayer in Infernal, saying, may I rain down your wrath on any who would wish us harm.
0: And as you get to about 80 feet, you see in front of you the gates start to open and the rusty hinges squeak as the hinges open themselves there's nobody present but the gates just open wide for you here he yells out hey who the fuck's there you're greeted with silence you can still hear the birds chirping and the the crickets but nothing responds to you
2: i haven't stopped walking <laughs> Yeah, same yeah. here, I've just been kept moving. I've just been look back on them just, I just nod at the rest of the party and just start walking forward.
0: You continue to approach, uh, 20 feet from the, the gate you look up and you see these large hand-carved stone statues and you can see the, the heads that have fallen on the ground, their eyes just staring blankly into space.
3: Dude, the faces on the heads look human? Yes, yes they do.
5: Are there any like religious aspects of these
0: heads or statues? Go ahead and give me a religion roll, Tyler. 20? Yeah. What was it? A uh, d20. Yeah, d20.
4: And you do have a religion modifier. Yours is plus two.
5: Did you, did you hear that? I rolled a 14 and with a plus two, so 16.
0: Okay looking at it you do notice some carvings in the armor up at the shoulder cauldrons you notice that there is what appears to be a dragon that has been carved into the stone
2: the dragon yes you know what i'm going to i'm going to look at the would i be able to notice the dragon
0: give me a perception check
2: okay that is a 17.
0: Yes, you also notice the the carving as well. Tyler, for your religion check, it's nothing that you can put your finger on that is religious, but it is a, what appears to be uh, like an army sigil. What do you
5: think
2: that is? So they would use the, I just, once again, mutter on my breath so they would use the image of the dragon, so they use the image of the dragon, so... Because
1: like, dragons are fierce and powerful, just like this military. Indeed.
2: Although I'm so- t- keeping a particular eye on the architecture of the building. Would I be able to equate the architecture to any sort of era?
0: You can roll a history check, but I'm going to save you some time and tell you no, you would not be able to tell.
2: Alright.
3: So uh, Akira's going to keep on walking forward. Would I've—that was terrifying. <laughs> that, yeah, that was. <laughs> cool. that up, yeah.
2: I like that. That was terrifying. You're definitely like, great. Do, do good the atmosphere.
3: Uh, Akira makes his way like up to the gate, and he and as he like starts to walk in, he kind of looks around and makes sure you know nothing's going to fall on him or he's going to trip over anything.
0: Okay. Yeah. I- absolutely. Yeah. So if if any trap was to be set on you, you would have advantage for being so perceptive.
1: Can uh, I, uh, um, no, you know I'm happening.
2: going to, I'm going to up the atmosphere in my personal residence. Hold on a second. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> my, um, can my character determine whether or not he's seen any architecture like this before? Having traveled pretty there we go around the world.
2: Go ahead and give me a
0: history check.
2: All right. Here, now I'm fully ready for the horror experience. Uh, 17.
0: 17, so looking at the architecture itself, it's very well carved, all out of stone. The gates are really rustic and looks like they haven't been maintained in what appears hundreds of years. You're kind of surprised that it, it opened, but as far as any, specific designs in the architecture that you can relate to another place you don't recognize it. Okay. It's one of a kind. I would say so. Does everybody walk through the gate?
4: Unabated. Yes. Yep. I'm going walking go. through.
1: Still kind All of right. filling up the rear, but yeah.
0: Okay. But as soon as the last person clears the gate, it begins to close shut upon itself and again, the hinges creak really loudly when they come crashing together. The fog has now moved in up to the gate itself. Looking through the gate, you cannot see further than five feet in front of you.
4: Where's Elsa when you need her? It
3: appears someone or something was expecting us. Akira looks around and he just says, be on your guard. As as he like continues to walk, what He's do you like, think I've been Ar- doing? Aren't I always? And he just gives a nod and like, eh, you know, the the typically jovial s- self um, that that you all have come to notice of him has turned into like just stoicism and uh, he you know ready to to fight some shit.
2: I just give a nod at him and say yes. Steal steal yourself as much as you can.
0: Towering trees whose tops are lost in heavy gray mist block out all but a death ray light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another and the woods have the silence of a forgotten grave, yet exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream.
1: And so like, we left fairly early in the morning, right? And then we come through these gates and now it's like basically pitch black. Like it's dark out. So you
0: can see like a grayish light, but yeah, it, it's very thick as far as the lighting goes. You're not able to see much.
2: I'm going to be on the lookout for anything, any traps or ambushes, anything that might be trying to get the jump on us. Now I'm going to be regretting turning my lights off cause I, ah, how am I? I, may or may not see my rolls, but right. the troubles.
0: I'll adapt. No, Mac, what, What's your perception? Your natural perception?
4: Uh, I believe it's a thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Foxborough, you get, you catch the scent of death in the air. Once, once you've walked in past the gates and the gates have closed, and no longer hear anything, no sounds of life. But you do smell something of decay and death in the air.
1: You said I Foxborough did. Yes. Can I tell if that smell is coming from behind me, or does it smell like it's? Am I walking into the whiff or like away? Yeah, from you're me?
0: walking into the whiff as you you continue walking further. You can continue to smell it
1: growing stronger. But I'm the only one who notices that, or did everyone?
4: Notices,
1: no,
0: just though. you. Okay. It was just
1: you, Fox, Bro. So I don't see anyone else like pinching their nose or anything. So I'm just kind of like, oh, what's that smell?
0: Pretty much. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what I say.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be on the, on the act actively look, trying to look out for any traps or anything that could be trying to get the jump on us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Give me a perception roll.
2: All right. guess I'll be using my phone's flashlight for this. Oh, that is an 18.
0: You don't notice any creatures lurking. You don't notice anything, but you also begin to smell the, the rotting. The smell of death just hits you in the face as well. It's not horrible, but you can smell it as well.
2: It appears It appears you are right. Still, we have no choice but to move forward.
0: You guys continue along, and the scent just grows thicker, and... Eventually, it's to the point where it smells like it's coming off from one of the sides of the road. It is coming from the north of the direction that you're currently facing.
3: Uh, Akira looks around and he says, anybody want to check it out? Where was our, where was our objective supposed to be? He didn't really tell us where forward. the bike. Yeah, he just kind of mm-hmm. told us,
1: hey. Well, they told us to keep heading west, right? Yeah. So forward would be towards where we need to go, and then up north is where the decaying is.
2: Can I tell what cardinal direction we're traveling in right now?
0: Yeah, you you are traveling west.
3: And we all, like, basically know that
0: smell's coming from up north? Yeah, as of this point, you all are close enough that you can all smell it, and you can all smell that it's coming from that direction.
3: Uh, Akira would pull out his sword and just start walking that way. Okay. You, let me ask you, is this, do you really want to be heading in that direction? Something killed it. What if that something tries to get us? Fair point. And I will,
2: <laughs> and I will follow him still with the torch in my left hand.
0: So just the two of you going to go check this out. Everybody else stays behind.
1: Yeah, basically I, uh, Fox Pro feels like safety in numbers. And so wherever the bigger party is, is where I'm going to be.
5: Leggy's following that torch still. So yeah, he's going in, I guess.
0: All right. (laughs) Do I see anything? Yeah. Yes. So the foul scent leads you to a human corpse half buried in the underbrush about 20, 30 feet from the road. The young man appears to be a commoner. His muddy clothes are torn and raked with claw marks. Crows have been at the body which is surrounded by muddy paw prints. The man has obviously been dead for several days. He holds a crumpled envelope in one hand.
3: Okay, so two things. First, I poke him with my sword. Does he move?
0: (laughs) He does not move, and the sword just sinks into the body.
3: That's that. Uh, and, And then, like, would I happen to know what kind of animal prints these are. Roll, oh, please. Survival. Rolled a nine with a plus two, so 11.
0: It looks like uh, it's a really big dog. Uh,
3: I call back to the to the rest of the group. I speak loud enough that hopefully the rest of the group uh, can hear and uh, uh, say – Seems to be some kind of hound or, or wolf or something.
4: I think that confirms it. Hey, so
2: have, uh, that, that, Was that a sound that happened in game or was that just a sound effect?
0: Yes, you all heard the sound of a wolf howl.
2: I just, uh, I don't even hesitate. The rapier is out and it is ready.
3: Yeah, Akira's uh, uh, in a fighting position. Hopefully, like, positioned to where at least some, one of his companions is, is at his back. Okay. Hopefully, looking the other way.
0: You, you're, you're all trying to be aware of your surroundings, but the howl seemed a little ways off.
2: At this point. Oh, yes, there was a letter in there. Can I, like, see what that letter was?
0: You lean forward and you take a hold of the letter out of his hand and i am going to share this letter into the shared folder so give me just a second and it'll be there you want to read this one aloud as well for me
2: handouts
0: yes hey. uh,
3: so i'll, I'll be 100 percent honest with everyone whenever it comes to like calligraphy or cursive don't ask me to read it yes I uh, I, I, i'm bad i'm so bad <laughs>
2: I just read out loudly, like, hail thee of might and valor. I, the, Burg- the Burgermeister of Barovia, send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair the fair Irina Kolyama, has been these past nights bitten by a, bitten by a vampire. For every four hundred years this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people. Now my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy, let, holy. let holy men call upon their power, that the devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves and save the world not from this, from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Koleon the programmer. Upon reading this, I look at the body. Would I, I'm trying to, I'm thinking that maybe might be the man that we were, that had given us the quest. Would I be able to identify?
0: Looking down at him, um, he is not the same individual. The individual that you saw, again, had very colorful clothing of like purples, greens, and golds. This is a commoner who just has like gray, clothes brown pants and it's just torn up but it it does not appear to be the same person
3: because i come from a small village how much would i know about vampires like i've been doing some adventuring but
0: that that's a great question and really you don't know much about vampires you know some common like Folklore of vampires, but really, all of the things that you've been told are kind of not from reliable sources. You've never ran into any vampires yourself. Wait, the I'm a blood hunter. Oh,
2: I'm a blood hunter, so I have advantage on survival checks to track aliens or undead, as well as intelligence checks about them or any intelligence
0: things. So, would I
2: be able to recall anything about vampires?
0: Yeah, give me a give me a history check, please.
2: Well. I believe I get advantage though, just because of my Blood Hunter thing giving me advantage. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll give it to you since it's in regards to something that is undead. Damn it!
2: Highest one was a three, so that would be a six total.
0: You you don't recall much other than maybe you should eat some garlic before you go and try and encounter the vampire.
2: Unfortunately, my knowledge on vampires is rather limited.
0: All right. So you you have the letter in hand and hear Wolves howl again and it does appear that they are getting closer to you.
2: So, I sort of in motion to the party and I just tell them to like go backwards like get back on track.
1: Yeah, is going to go hide.
2: Before Akira weaves, he uh
3: he he the dude's head off. It seems like the right oh. thing to do. Oh
1: man.
0: All right, roll to hit. So, coup d'etat rules for me is you have advantage to strike a foe who's on the ground prone. And if you do hit, you have a, a automatic crit. So, go ahead and roll your attack roll and just roll it with advantage.
3: That's a is that an 18? Yeah, 18. The attack bonus is 5. So, all right. It, it's like a 23.
0: To hit, <laughs> to hit to a do, dead guy. You, <laughs> you cleanly very cleanly your blade through his head or through his neck and sever, sever it from the body.
1: And then I rolled myself a constitution to see if I threw up from that or just if I <laughs> got queasy at all and I rolled a six.
0: All right. So you you hear the, the sloshing of the blade chop through the, the neck and yeah, your stomach kind of does a flip inside oh. um, and you're not feeling so well.
1: That was the first time I'd ever seen someone's head come off.
0: I sit there, and I fl-
3: take my blade, and I flick the blood off and just kind of, like, hold it up on my shoulder. Like, I'm not phased whatsoever.
5: Leggy's like just going to kind of play a soft, like really, really soft uh, funeral tune to his sham. <laughs> as his
1: head. Yeah, because you're religious, right? <laughs>
4: Hey, why, why are you trying to attract the wolves over here, man? Oh, it's soft. It's soft.
2: Yep. At, at this point I've like sort of folded up the letter, pocketed it. So now I have like my rapier in my right hand, my left hand. Right now I'm motioning for the party to like get get the get the F out.
0: You make your way back to the towards the road from where you were. You notice over at the body, pack of wolves just jump out and start devouring the corpse itself. None of them give any of you any mind. All of them are focused on the, the dead body.
1: With the, That's freshly been decapitated.
0: That has freshly been decapitated, yes. So
3: uh, Akir like, keeps his eyes on him, and he starts to back up,
2: and he says... Uh, Tiss the rules of life. And then just keep like motioning for them to like, let's get, let's move on. Let's get out of here.
0: You all continue going west along the, the spolic Road. After several hours on the road, walking through just dirt and mud, the fog continuously closing at your heels, come to a ridge and you can see A river that flows as clear as a blue winter sky through the valley down below you the river is approximately 50 feet wide you see a small village that is being looked down upon by a large looming castle above it this concludes the tale for this evening thank you for joining us by our fire We invite you to return to our hearth another evening so we may finish our tale.